I was at DSI last week and um, about, you know, 150 people in the audience. And I go up and take the microphone off the stand and the stand comes with it. So I'm like walking around with a stick on the bottom of my microphone. And then I take it off and it just kind of, there's like pieces and parts of microphone stands falling on the, on the stage around my feet. And I just look up at the sound man. I'm like, you're going to have to fix that. <laughs> So thank you very much. And I would just like to say, I love the sound system. Man, alive is this sweet. Um, and I love the smell. I live in the sister city of Bynum. I live about 20 miles, 15, 20 miles downriver. It's a cotton mill town also. The only difference is this air cotton mill caught on fire in 2001 in March 26. That date is burned into my brain. Because I live in one of the little tiny mill houses right beside the mill. It's a Saturday night, and I woke up, and somebody was about nine, not woke up. I was reading email, and I woke up when somebody was banging on my front door about 9.30 that night, uh, hollering, the mill's on fire, the mill's on fire. And I turned around, I was sitting, uh, looking away from the door, turned around and looked, and it was like there was a giant movie Clegg light outside on my porch. You could see the glow through the through the uh, curtains. And uh, one of the scariest moments of my life, walked out the door, a tiny little mill house made out of heart pine. It, you know, could be really good kindling if the spark caught it in the right spot. And there is literally a five-story flame in front of my face. And uh, me and my neighbors... Uh, uh, we moved our cars because we were afraid the tires were going to melt because it was so hot. It was a cold, wet, rainy night. And um, it was about 85 degrees standing 150 feet away from it. The longest 15 minutes of my life was standing out there on the street waiting for the fire trucks to come. It's volunteer fire department about maybe five or six miles away. Took them about 15 minutes to get there. And then, of course, they were calling in all of the... uh, it was a mill building this size. They were calling in all the fire departments from uh, Burlington, Saxbahaw, Durham, Chapel Hill, Raleigh. They had about seven fire, uh, fire companies there. And it burned from Saturday night until Thursday night when it rained finally and put it out. And um, I remember getting the quilts. It's like when you walk in your house and you're thinking, this can go up any second. What do you what do you grab? And I grabbed the photo albums and the quilts that my aunts and my mom and my great aunts and my grandmother had made, and the cats, and uh, put them all in the front seat of the pickup truck because I drive a pickup truck. I don't drive a car, and uh, so that pickup truck was pretty full. And then I had a little corgi dog, but she was terrified of things like lightning and thunder and. Um, uh, fireworks and she was hiding in the bathroom under the toilet and for love or money I couldn't get her out and uh, I couldn't take my car up the hill with the cats and the quilts until I got the dog out and here comes my neighbor that that dog sits for me when she's like the dog whisperer of Bynum and she comes down the hill in her pajamas running down the hill at 10 o'clock at night in her pajamas and her bedroom slippers going, oh my God, the mill's on fire. And I just grabbed hold of her and looked two inches away from her face and I said, Rebecca, ladies in the bathroom under the toilet, you've got to get her out for me. And I go on and get in the truck and drive up the hill and 
Rebecca, the sweet, charmed person that she is in the canine world, walked into my bathroom, looked around under the toilet and said, come on, lady, let's go for a walk. And the corgi came out prissing, going, oh, Aunt Rebecca's here. We're ready to go for a walk now. Rebecca put the leash on her, walked her out the door and took her up the hill where, where I was parked with the cats. And uh, like I said, the mill smoldered and burned until, um, until Thursday night and it rained. And I went down on Friday and we didn't know what was going to happen to the mill par- property. It adjoins the what's called the Lower Haw Natural Resource Area. It's part of the Jordan Lake uh, State Park. But we didn't know what was going to happen to the mill property itself. The mill itself hadn't run since uh, 1983 when I'd, I'd moved in in September. The mill had closed in December. And that morning on Friday after the rain, I went down there and looked. And the from the mill to the river was black, was sooty. It looked like something out of the Smokey the Bear commercial. There was not a tree standing that wasn't a piece of charcoal. Everything was absolutely just burnt. The timbers and um, I-beams the size of a small car as was twisted like, like you had taken a piece of water or paper and wadded them up. There was like a couple of brick walls left that were like halfway broken, you know, had broken over in half. Just basic total destruction. And in the midst of that, there's these mud puddles where the water from the rain and the I, where the fire trucks had put so much water into the uh, mill property. There's these black mud puddles and literally as far as the eye could see, there were butterflies. It could have been 500 butterflies. I had taken pictures of the mill, the twisted, the fire as it actually happened, uh, the twisted timbers and the twisted I-beams and the destruction after on that Friday morning. And when I came around the back wall and saw the field of black mud puddles with the butterflies, I was out of film. So that picture is living in my mind. And uh, that's not a story that I have ever told to anyone in public. A week or so later, a newspaper called me, a couple of WRAL, um, wanting to know what I thought should happen to the Mill Park property, um, which adjoins the, the other side of the hall, the lower end of the Hall River from here. And I said, I don't know. I said, but I think God's got something special in mind for it. And I'm very happy to say it is now part of the state park system and will forever be, as I saw it that morning, um, a zenith rising from the wasteland. So 